a Podcast One production. They've already worked through how we're going to stay connected and um, in about 11 months' time, about November, how I'll connect back into the organisation. I'm Margie Hartley, Executive Coach to senior leaders around the globe as well as 11 of the top ASX-listed companies. And this is Fast Track. Today, how to have an adult gap year. My guest, Louisa Francis, General Manager, Customer Lifecycle at the Commonwealth Bank of Australia. Hamish and Andy made the adult gap year famous in their popular TV show, yet most of us only dream of taking time off work. 100% of people, when I speak to them and talk to them about the concept of an adult gap year, say, oh, I'd love to do that, but I can't. When I say, why not? They fumble around and find lots of reasons, but actually none of them are really legitimate. Today, we're going to fast track your career by talking about this seeming contradiction of taking an adult gap year and still making yourself successful. We're going to talk about the benefits, both for an organisation and for yourself. Joining me today is Louisa Francis, General Manager of Customer Data and Privacy at the Commonwealth Bank of Australia. Louisa, it's really changed out there over the last 10 years or so, this idea of taking time off work. It was never around in the beginning of my career. How have you found the adult gap here in organisations? I think it's been really interesting to see how it's evolved um, from my personal experience through to what I see happening with my colleagues and not just within the organisation that I work with, but other organisations where people are wanting to do extended holidays and extended holidays turn into more of a break where they actually want to then come back and do other things. Mm. And um, everyone's navigated that quite differently. Um, depending on the organisation they're with, Mm. depending on what they want to do. Um, But I would say definitely in the last 12 to 24 months, um, and maybe that's also a stage of life for myself personally, I I, I don't know, but it's definitely something that's more prevalent for the conversations that we've been having um, and a wide range of things that people are doing. And it was definitely a catalyst for, for... for me to reflect on what we wanted to do as a as a family and as an individual. Well, I, I you know, as I said, was never offered to me when I in my career, and now I run my own business. It's up to me clearly, and I've got one pegged for another four years, so it's a little way off. But I I love this idea of taking an adult cap year, but before it was available, mostly for women taking a career break for children or academics taking a sabbatical or the long service leave. They were the sort of three areas. And I know that a lot of organisations started to respond to what were the millennials who were saying, "Mm, I want to go away for a year and come back to my job. And it was like HR was retrofitting the human resources, people and culture departments were retrofitting their policies to the demands of the workforce. Do you think that's true? Um, I do think it's true. Um, I think that people um, have been listening more to what people are saying on their exit interviews, I would say, of, you know, how could we make you stay? Well, you never gave me an option. You told me I couldn't take a break, so I left. Mm. I know um, from previous experience of consulting that that was the case. It's like you either did that or no, you need to go. And um, 
Um, people now are realizing the cost of what that is from a human perspective of how they're going to keep people motivated. So this is interesting and this is what I'd love to talk to you about today, these benefits of keeping organizations, keeping people motivated. Why would they let people have a gap year? Uh, I mean, it makes sense from an individual perspective. I'm going to go off and grow. We could talk about that in a moment, the benefits. But why would an organisation benefit from someone going away and coming back? This is purely my perspective, but we live in a really fast-paced world at the moment. Um, and I think that doesn't matter what organisation you're in, but you're on all the time. You're completely switched on. You're on when you're at home, you're on when you're at work. So people get very tired. And um, for organizations, they're looking at different ways to energize. There's been a lot around mindfulness in the office. There's been a lot more about what things can you do to focus on your, your people. Because at the end of the day, unless you have a happy and engaged workforce, you will not be a successful organization. And that there are so many studies and scientific research, which you probably have much more of those to hand than I do. But, you know, it's known that if you if you are not going to look after your people, then you are not going to succeed as an organization and you're not going to develop the culture that you need to do whatever business you may be in. I think it's a different perspective that is also appealing for organizations because you always talk around diverse workforce and diverse yep. way of thinking. And when you've been in an organization for a, an extended period of time, you tend to think that that organization and sometimes you forget the other perspectives that you can bring. Um, and every opportunity to enable the individual to think differently and to bring that back into what they're doing is a positive for the organization, whether you're a small business or a large corporation. Um, one of the reasons that I really wanted to talk to you about this today is not only have you, are you about to take a gap year with your partner and your two uh, primary school aged sons, but you've got people and colleagues that are taking gap years actively. You have a broad network. So you as a leader have perspective on this and how it can be better handled. Mm. So let's talk first about your individual experience. What inspired you to say, I'm going to take a year off. I'm taking the boys out of school. My husband's you know, well, it it wasn't a, it wasn't definitely a decision on my own. Um, okay. So it was it was myself and my husband in terms of some of the conversations we've yeah. been having about what we wanted to get from life. And we have a fantastic home. I really enjoy my job. My husband enjoys his job. The kids are extremely happy at school. So there isn't anything. We're not running away from anything. It's more about what do we want to do as a family and how can we create experiences together that will last forever. And um, our kids are at an age now where they're going to have, they're going to mem- remember what we do. Back to that thing about being a fast-paced world and Correct. how hard it is to spend time together. Yeah, okay. Mm. So this is about an intense family experience together. It is, it yeah. is but it's also, um, there's, a, there's a lot of um, challenging things that are happening to individuals' personal lives and circumstances and things like that that it made us want to really live for today and not for the future that we don't know what the future looks like. So it, this year is much about being completely present and enjoying everything that we're doing and not wishing that thing for the future that we're just hoping to hopefully mm. one day get to. It was definitely one of the prompts. One of the, the prompts. Multifactorial. Said, what are you, it was more a prompt mm. of what are you waiting for? Mm. So more importantly, how mm. did you, well, not more importantly, <laughs> but how did you approach your boss? Mm. How did that in the organisation, how did you plan that? Well, a couple of things. One is um, there is already a career break policy at work. 
Um, and so, and this is more than, you know, having a career break to have children. It's a, if you want to do this, these are the steps. So there's certain things that you need to the fulfill. The Commonwealth Bank's pretty progressive pretty like progressive, that. Yeah. yeah. So there's a couple of steps you need to fulfill. And I can't remember all of them now, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I was borderline for a, a couple of them. Like how many years have you been here or some pieces there. So it said, well, actually write down what you want to do and have a conversation with your manager. So, um, I'm a quite a proactive person in terms of having those types of conversations and and sat down with my manager and talked about the motivation of what I wanted to do and why mm. and um, that I would really like his support mm. in um, helping me to do this because I felt that I would be able to add more to the organisation when I returned and I would really like to stay engaged with the, the company. Um, but I was also kind of quite clear that this was a really big thing for our family and we were we were going to be doing this and how can we work together on the best way for for it to work out for for the both of us the organization and, and me as a person and it's gone very smoothly is my understanding yes it has been fantastic they've um there's a lot of resources there there's, they've already worked through how we're going to stay connected and um, in about 11 months time, about November, how I'll connect back into the organisation to then think through which team and where I would um, go next. All right, let's get into some important things here, finances. Now, you worked out your finances, but most people are scared of the idea of losing a year's wage. What happens to my superannuation? Um, how long will it take me to click back in? What happens to my bonus from last year when I leave halfway through? Does that click over? Have you got any ideas to share with us? Yeah, um, um, to be really honest, that was quite daunting for me. Um, and, you know, when people think you work at a bank, you know everything about money and I don't work in anything to do with finance, so I, I'm not clued up in that sense. So I had to do my research, which meant I had to talk to uh, a number of different people for things like super. So what happens like to super? Tax. Does, it, um, does it get still get put in? Or no, you, you're not you earning, lose it for a you're year. You're losing it. So mm. you're losing any contributions into there. But it's, so there, there are a lot of similarities. I mean, having two children and going through maternity leave and understanding what you do and don't get, you, it's, it's very similar to that. So having worked through that and understand there's a period where I'm getting entitlements and I'm getting um, some income and then there's a time where there is nothing and then you get the time to, to come back. So it, it wasn't so difficult for me to comprehend because of going through that before. Um, but there are some tax implications. So where I'm leaving in the tax year. So what does that mean for when I do my tax return? Okay, that's um, handy to know. So speaking about that with your accountant beforehand or whoever does your tax. So really, we, we've had a lot of conversations across the spectrum of financial people just to say, how is that going to work? How can you help us? What happens You know, when we're away and this thing mm. happens? Um, and I've got I've got all kinds of spreadsheets, but I've got a spreadsheet which is specifically on what's going to happen here for finance as well, so we need to keep checking in with. Um, and then, you know, we, we've been fortunate that we had some savings that we um, are using for this trip, and then, but we've also had to work out how to leave some money behind because we have managed to rent out our property. Oh, great. It doesn't cover the full cost of the mortgage, so how do I manage through that? And um, you know, we go through a bonus cycle, as you, you just mentioned there. So um, I, I'm, I'm putting my faith in the system that I've worked for seven months of the financial year and and that will work through. But I, I've had to submit that through, I guess, the, the corporate system. So if I'm hearing you correctly, really thorough 
doing your due diligence about getting the advice, doing the research, finding out from other people what the pitfalls are, but making sure you understand what happens to your super, what happens to your bonus cycle, what happens tax. to tax. So really, really important. Louisa, was it the same experience for your husband? In terms of the work conversation? Mm. Um no, not not as much. They don't have the same policy and procedure okay. at the company that he works at. Um, so he had a conversation about what we wanted to do as a family, and they were um, very supportive. And um, uh, yeah, in terms of what what he was about to, what we were about to embark on, they said if it was for a shorter amount of time, they probably would have been able to leave his role open and think about how they would cover and have him back. But given we were uh, over twelve months, that wouldn't be possible. Um, so the conversation they've had is, well, what happens when you come back if there might be a role? So whereas I'm guaranteed to come back to a role as a part of a career break, he's not. So we've had to consider the fact that he could come back and have no role, but he's left the door open by having the conversation about what we're doing in a way that there's potential. Um, I think on the flip side, if, if you know, for us, for given what we've decided to do, if my work had said, we're not going to give you a career break, this is something that we had been planning. Um, by the time I'd had the conversation with them, I'd already done most of my due diligence because I wanted to be really sure before we really talked about to work about it. And if they said no, I, I, I probably would have said, well, this is actually what I'm going to do. And to be honest, oh, yeah, I've, I've done that previously in other, in other roles when we've wanted to do something. We've been really serious about it. We've so the interesting thing for me and many of my clients, um, and I, I think I must know hundreds of people who've done this now, they are can, more successful than people who haven't done it. Now, that might seem like, seem like a massive contradiction. And we talked about a few of the benefits. You know, people take a, a gap year to look after a parent, not don't take carers leave. Some of them go off and get educated. Some, a lot of people are doing this reconnecting in a family and using experiences. And then I've got a few clients who've gone off and made a difference. They've gone and worked for a year in Zambia or wherever it might be that that they're interested in. And then there's others that have said, I'm going to improve my health. That's a focus. I'm not sick, but that's my focus. I'm going to spend some time um, from the extremes to the Himalayas to uh, other people, find places finding themselves. And, and all of those people have come back um, I think only one or two have had a job to come back to. All of them have come back and actually advanced in their careers when they've come back more rapidly than if they'd stayed, we assume. Mm. So what's that about? I think it's an interesting one and because the reason of us taking the year out is definitely not motivated by being more successful to come back to. But um, it's that little bit around taking the break and refreshing and re-energizing and connecting with actually what you want to do. So when you come back, you're more decisive. Well, I'm hoping that I will be about what is it that really interests me and where can I really add value? Um, and I'm, I'm sure you, you've, you talked about, we've talked about it before, but the ability and the art of storytelling in any type of leadership is critical to engaging with your people, um, really making a difference and motivating others. And no matter what you do with your year away and the fact that you're not doing a nine to five in a corporate sense, you're going to have more stories to tell. Um, I think it makes you more interesting and <laughs> some people that are going to want to spend time with you. But I think that people have become more purposeful in what they're choosing to do. And if you, if you do that, you're more energised, you're more energised, you're going to do better at your jobs. Louisa, is there anything else you'd like to share about this gap year you experienced? Are there any tips 
that you can share? Um, I think it's interesting doing this as I'm about to go into my gap year and not after. So maybe we should do this in a year's time and I might have a different perspective. Yeah, let's. I'd love that. Um, but um, going in is, uh, I think some of the things we've talked about today are just having the conversations with the right people. And for me, I've really used my network of understanding whether that's friends from school or from work about how this might work for us. Mm. Um, and we've been really clear on our goals. So what is it that we want to get out of this year? Mm. Um, and it is about spending time as a family, but it's also the stuff we want to learn and stuff we want to do. Um, and uh, I, I think the, the the best thing will be is is if you come and review that list with us in a few <laughs> months' time. I would so love that. How, how did you get on with that um, meditation every day that we're planning to do and <laughs> yoga and, uh, you know. I can facilitate your family and do yes. a review. <laughs> oh, believe, yeah, believe it. But, the, you know, that's the, the fun thing is, is is spending the time with the kids and talk about skills that we get back. Like if my coaching skills do not improve in a year out of trying to coach six and eight-year-old through schoolwork, then I don't know. I reckon that's the best, that's going to be the best learning. Um, I reckon it'll me. make you an amazing leader when you yeah, come back, an I, even more amazing leader, I should say. So we've talked about organisations um, learning how to satisfy their workforce and helping to understand that this is actually going to make for better employees, more motivated, more energised and people who know themselves better and come back into the workplace. We know that there are individual benefits and they can be a variety of reasons you take the year off. Really positive benefits as proven by studies and your story. And we know that there is that um, possibility with a great organisation to get your job back. And there's also opportunities to launch yourself into different parts of your career. So we say make good choices. You can invigorate yourself and your career with a well-planned and executed adult gap year and still be successful. Fast Track is recorded in the studios of Podcast One Australia. The producer is Brooke Carrigan, audio production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, head to podcastone.com.au.